0: This time each and every Friday morning, every era of Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Uden, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good Torah portions of the week. <laughs> Good morning, Rabbi Udin. Good morning, Nachum. Have Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading the two parshios of Bahar and B'chu Kosai. This Shabbos we catch up with Eretz Yisrael, who are reading just one, namely B'chu Kosai. Next week, the Shabbos before Shavuos, we all together read parshas Bamidbar. Now, according to the Chinuch, these parshios Bahar, has seven positive and Mitzvos and 17 restrictions. B'chukosai has 7 positive and 5 restrictions for a sum total of 36 mitzvos between these two partios. There is a strong common thread between Bahar and B'chukosai, and that is the mitzvah of Shemitah, which is the sabbatical year, the year that this year is a Shemitah year, where the Torah tells us that the Jewish farmers in the land of Israel are not to work the land in the Shemitah year. And that's found at the beginning of Parshas Bahar and in Bichu Kosai, the Torah, which gives us the tochacha, the list of curses that unfortunately will occur to the Jewish people if and when they don't follow Jewish law. So the Torah tells us, ouch, in chapter 26, Pasuk 34, eshab so then the land will be appeased by its Shabbos, by its Shmitos, kol me all the days of its desolation. Namely, that which you did not, as found in the next Pasuk, give the land its due, the land, to quote Rav Aaron Salavechik, Zohor Levracha, willy-nilly, one way or another, it will get its due. This is such a powerful idea. Just as the land itself, when... Towards the end of the Tokacha, God says, the I'll remember my covenant with Yaakov, my covenant with Yitzchak, my covenant with Avraham, and the Oretz Eskor. I'll remember the land. The land of Israel is not just, quote, the homeland of the Jew. It is such an integral part in the very bris, in the very covenant and relationship between God and the Jewish people. And so, I'd like to first talk a little bit, especially since this year is a Shemitah year. The Torah doesn't give us exactly what the reasons are for Shemitah, but some we can actually see from the surface, and others, the rabbis tell us very powerfully between the lines. So the Rambam, Maimonides, in his Morin Vuchim, in his guide for the perplexed, in book three, chapter thirty-nine, tells us two primary purposes for Shmita. Number one, as we find in Parashas Mishpatim, the Ochlu Amecha, amazing that sign that you permitted to have on your field the first six years, which says, no trespassing, after all, it is your land, that sign comes down. And the Torah says, Ochlu amecha," literally, and the poor of your nation shall eat. In other words, no one is born a nice guy. We are made into nice people. We are taught to be nice people. And how are we taught? The Torah teaches us to be a nice person by literally allowing the poor of our people to come and eat from our land. This concept and principle of generosity is one that is inculcated as part of our nature. That's number one that the Rambam mentions, and second of all, a practical thing, namely, that the earth... In order that it shall be more fertile, so we allow it to lay fallow. But that in of itself is something that you must stop and say. While most of us listening are not farmers, we can appreciate crop rotation. The farmer works the land a year or two and then rests gives the land a year of rest, and resumes to so do. I don't believe there's any other system in the world whereby you're going to work six straight and rest on the seventh. And not only that, the produce of the sixth is going to be incredibly more than in other years because it's got to keep you going given that you're not going to plant in the seventh. It's got to continue to yield for that which you plant in the 6th, for the 7th, and it's got to go already into the 8th, because after all, you're not planting until the 8th year, so it's going to go for 3 years. It's amazing how you're going to see, literally, the hand of God. The chinuch in Mitzvah 84, in Parshas Mishpatim, where the Torah mentions Shemitah the first time, so the first thing he speaks about is, number one, this quality of Vatranut, this quality of training the person to give. Now listen carefully. In Parshas Re'eh, where the Torah speaks about the Mitzvah Tztaka, so there, the Torah as much as says, Ki hazeh, because you're going to do this, you're going to be charitable, you're going to give the next one, God's going to bless you. He might not bless you today, tomorrow, but based on the word the glal, the rabbis understand the word glal as a galgal, as a wheel, that there is a wheel of fortune in this world. Namely, today you give, and we hope not, but should a member of your family, a grandchild, a great-grandchild in the future, because the wheel of fortune is constantly moving. Today one is on top, and the next day a person can be someplace very different. So God as much as says, you give now, and beglau. But in Shemitah, listen carefully now, you are giving, and to quote the Chinuch, Adam no beli tikva elagmol, without any concept of recompense, getting this back. Again, Shemitah transforms our nature, our character, our personality. In addition, says the Chinuch, that the Torah is teaching us that the land that grows the produce for us one should realize that the land produces not by its own power, but rather there's a master over the land, and there's a master over its owner. Kili that's the essence of Parshas Pahar and The land belongs to God, and that's why shortly thereafter you find laws of proper business ethic. I can't overcharge somebody. And if I do, in accordance with Jewish law, the sale is going to be butel It's going to be nullified. Because there is someone who is ultimately watching the store, because ultimately the store is his. In addition, continues the Chinuch. Yosef Adam bitochon b'shem izborach. A person as a result of the Shemitah year gains greater belief in God, because ultimately God is saying, you don't conduct yourself in the seventh year, as normally you would. And v'chisomru, as the Torah says, and if you're going to ask, my goodness, how is the economy going to continue? How am I going to support my family? So God makes a promise that no other religion, no other Bible in the world could ever have. You want to know why? Because no other God, there is no other God that controls the world that could say this. God says, you do yours, and v'chisomru, as I will literally command the blessing, because ultimately, I am in charge. And finally, the Chinoch continues and says this very important concept that God is the Creator, and we have this on a weekly basis, every Shabbos. Similarly, the seventh year is that strong reminder to us, work the land for six years and let it lay fallow on the next. And the Evanesra takes this one step beyond, and therefore says as follows. Now imagine, we know the term a year sabbatical for professors in a university. But unbelievable, not only we had it first, but we had the concept of a year sabbatical for a farmer. Do you know what this is? Think about it for a second. Generally speaking, there is an educated class of people, and the rest of the people are workers. Unbelievable. The Torah says that each and every Jewish farmer in the seventh year, what is he to do? Says the Ebenezer. what do you mean? It's a year of Shabbat Ha'oriz. And just as the Shabbos day is to be a day that the Jew connects personally with God, and he studies Torah on a much more advanced, relaxed way that he can't do during the week, so too the farmer has a year of sabbatical, he becomes a year of a kolel member, amazing, this is something which is so unique to Am Yisrael, and finally Rav Kook takes this and says, wow. And anybody who has spent a Shabbos in Eretz Yisrael knows in those many, many communities that literally are closed for Shabbos, and it's only an emergency vehicle that you'll only see on a Shabbos, and you can feel the Shabbos, just like you can feel the Shabbos every seventh day. Here, the entire nation can feel and experience the Shabbos of every seventh year. An amazing kind of hate. I just want to perhaps tell you, speak to your friends in Israel. Speak to your family in Israel, and you're going to see how exciting shopping is in Israel during the Shemitah year, and especially now, as the year is advancing. I don't have time to go into all the different aspects, but just know, and someday, please God, Shemitah will unite all Jews. But, Understand that there is a concept called Ozer Bezden, whereby the Jewish farmer by himself is not permitted to work his land as he usually does. So, what is done is a kind of, literally, corporation, whereby the court has all the farmers, not conducting business as usual, they become employees they become workers of the court and they're salaried and they're paid a certain amount per hour period regardless of how much they're going to be producing. And the the court literally oversees the distribution and therefore the people the who are the consumers are paying for the workers who are harvesting and for the workers who are um, bringing it to market. The idea behind this is that when the Torah prohibits working in the seventh year, the Torah is doing so because the prohibition is to show your ownership of the land. That's the key idea. And when the land is not owned by any one individual. This is an amazing manner. And you should know that the produce of Eretz Yisrael is holy. According to the Ramban, you actually make a bracha of Alachilah's peroshviyahs. Now, we don't make that bracha today, but amazing the privilege of eating. And you should know, you'll speak to your friends and family in Israel. In your kitchen, forgive me, you have one garbage pail. I don't want to call it a garbage pail, but a pail that you're going to put any and all leftovers. Your cucumbers, which are shviyas, and your potatoes, which are shviyas. So your peels, you're not going to just throw in the regular garbage, because all of this has a sanctity. You will discard it, but you're going to discard it in a uh, special receptacle. I have to tell you, as a child, my mom, Allah Hashalam, would say, come on, children, be members of the Clean Plate Club. Who had it first? Shemitah had it first, because you can't waste it. You have to finish all your chicken soup if there are carrots of Shemitah that were literally cooked into that soup. The whole soup is now considered a, a Kedushah Shaviyas and therefore you've got to finish it. It's good to quote we added first the last drop. Anything which is left over is put in a plastic bag and it is put in that special receptacle and eventually it will be thrown out. Amazing! This is what is going on on a regular basis with families' bar- keeping Shemitah, living in Eretz Yisrael. And we who are in, outside of Eretz Yisrael, really there should be a Krecht that I. Unfortunately, we don't have it, and others are buying from out from excuse me from hot houses and literally from greenhouses. There are those that rely upon the heter There are those that are purchasing from non-Jews for importing. But just to understand why am I doing what I'm doing, etc., is making this year a very exciting one. I just wish to close with a very important concept. This reminds us how dependent we are. Man can let all his success go to his head, and therefore Rabbi Ruchim writes in this parsha how the idea is that God made man needy, while ashore an animal ben on the day that it is born, has its complete intellectual capacity. Man has to, he's born completely underdeveloped. He's born needy. He has to work and develop himself to perfect himself. Why? To recognize throughout his life how needy he is, that ultimately he could and should accept God on a very regular basis. It should be Baruch Hashem Yom Yom. And this is what Shemitah reminds us of, that there is a God who's in control. He's control of the field. He's controlled over my store and over my money. Shemitas Sksafim An amazing, exciting two partios of that of Bahar and Kosai. This is Shabbos Chazak. Good Shabbos and Chazak to all. Shabbat Shalom to all.